You're listening to Inward with Rabbi Joey Rosenfeld on the Shefa Podcast Network. Join Rabbi Joey as he guides us through the world and major works of Kabbalah, Hasidic masters, and Jewish philosophy, shedding light on the inner life of the soul. Okay, so Bezras Hashem, we are back in the Zayar Kadosh, in the Schus of Rabbi Shimon, Rabbi Lazebrei, Vichola Tanoim Hakadoshim, Machavaya Kadisha, Schus Raya Mehemna, Moshe Rabbeinu, and all the Tzadikim Hamitim Bedarinu, Befrat, Tzadik Yisrael Olam, Shenikvar Bekever, Kadoshim Asher Ba'aretz Hema, Vadir Kochav Sebam, Rabbi Nachman Ben Fega, Nachman Lavir Makor Chokma, Schus Yogan Alenu, Schus the Grod, the Ramchal, the Rishash, all the Tzadikim of Lubavitch, and all the Tzadikim, Tamide Balshemto, Vuhule Vuhule, and all of us. Bereshis, in the beginning, the entire Zohar is coming to Darshan the word Bereshis, as we see in the Tikkuni Zohar, because the entire notion is how to begin again in every moment, how to move from Yeyosh into hope, how to move from an end into a new beginning, Be'ezra Sashem, over and over and over, reinterpreting the same thing. Rabbi Eliezer Pasach, Rabbi Eliezer opened up his mouth. Pasach Picha Viyud Varech. In the times of Rabbi Shimon Bar Yochai, the world was saturated to such a degree that all it took was to open one's mouth, and immediately the breath itself was transformed into the most beautiful Torah, into the most beautiful prayer. And so Rabbi Eliezer Pasach, not to mention the fact that the book of the Zohar is ultimately a book of love, because Rabbi Shimon is always with Rabbi Eliezer. It's a book of love between a father and a child, between a husband and a wife. Rabbi Lazar Pasach, Rabbi Lazar opens up his mouth and he says, Raise your eyes on high and perceive who has created these. Raise your eyes upwards. But to where? And again, this leading question that the Zayar Kaddish is asking us, like we saw in the beginning, the, the motif of the Zohar is that you need to look twice. You need to look twice in order to see the beauty, because if you become satisfied with the first vision, you're done. There's no hope whatsoever. It's specifically when we choose to look twice. It's like the Re'eira Inu by Yitzchak Avinu. It's the doubled vision that Rav Simcha Bunim says. If you look first at Yitzchak, it appears ugly, it appears scary, but it's only when you take a double take that it begins to be revealed that that's where the blessing comes from. Raise your eyes on high, but to where? Ultimately, the Zohar is leading us. It wants us to do something, but it doesn't give us a destination yet. It wants us to linger in that not knowing. Where should we raise our eyes? Let us raise our eyes to that place where all eyes are dependent upon, where all eyes are turned towards. And where is this place? This is the place of the opening of the eyes. The opening of the eyes. Meforshim have a question on this. There is no such place referred to as the opening of the eyes. We find it by Yehuda and Tamar, but in truth, there's no place of the opening of the eyes. Elama, the opening of the eyes is where I'm looking towards. I'm looking towards the possibility of my own eyes opening. All eyes look towards that singular place of Malchus Kadisha, where Hashem gives us the ability to open our eyes, to see from within the closed eyes that are so terrified of this world. 
And if you search above and you look upwards, you'll come to understand the high sasim atika de kaimel sha'ila. There is a certain ancient concealment. When I raise my eyes above, there is an ancient concealment. There is an unknowing. There is a recognition that I don't know anything at all. But it's not a complete and utter ignorance that doesn't give me any access to this unknowability. Ella, it's a sasim atika de kaimel sha'ila. It's an unknowability that has a relationship to questioning, meaning to say that our approach to this place of where our eyes should be rooted, is to the place of questioning that doesn't necessarily have an answer. It's a questioning that doesn't have an answer, not because the question is so great, but because the answer is so ancient that it can't provide and it can't reveal itself fully yet. And when we look up to that place of atika, the kaimala that is appropriately questioned, Bara Ela. Then we have the ability to understand that that is what has created Ela. That is what has created these. Me creates Ela. Ela is the gematria of 36. It's six times six. It represents the six days of the week. It represents the six sides of reality, the six sides of spatiality. That revealed world that we access, that vak, the chesed, gvura, tferes, netzachoid, yusoid, and malchus that we have access to, it comes from someplace. Where does the revealed world come from? Where does the, all the difficulty that we see come from? It comes from a place called me. It comes from a place called me bara'ela, which the Zohar Kadosh is saying, which Rabbi Lezer is saying, is a sasimatika. It's an ancient concealment, but nevertheless, it's an ancient concealment that is susceptible and one has the ability to question it. Uman'i, who wears the source of Ela, where is the source of everything. It's me. It's the osios of me. It's the question of who. When a person cries out who, we're already orienting ourselves towards a relationship with something that is not yet present or accessible at hand. It's a knowledge that there's a relationship. It's a knowledge that there's something to grab hold of, but it's still under the guise of who, because I don't know yet. This me, this me bara'ela, this light of bina, this ascendant place of Yovel and freedom and everything being transformed into good is referred to as me, and that's referred to as the Ketzah HaShamayim La'ela. It's the ascendant limit of above. That is the place that our eyes are able to look towards. The Kula Kaime because everything comes down and everything is rooted in that place. Eim HaBanim Smecha. This is what we did on Sukkot in preparation for what we're doing right now, is associating ourselves with Bina, which is Ima, which is the womb, which is when we find ourselves stuck and we find ourselves being born into a world that we don't want to be born into, where we're no longer learning Torah from the Malach, but rather we're hearing what we hear and we're seeing what we see. At that point, the person has to recognize that everything is totally in the Rishus of the Mi Ha'elyon. The Mi Ha'elyon is ultimately just the, the Ketzah, the edge of what we can begin to understand of how HaKadosh Baruch Hu relates to us. V'al Dekayim Le'Sha'ela. V'al Dekayim Le'Sha'ela. But nevertheless, in spite of the fact that this me, this place of Bina, this place of the source of all Gvura, which is sweetened in its root, even though it's inaccessible, it still stands at the ready to question it, meaning we have permission to question and to try and gain access to this place, in spite of the fact that we know that we can gain access to it. And it operates by way of a hidden pathway that is not revealed. But again, in the Zohar Kadosh, this hiddenness and this concealment is obviously not absence, but rather it's a new way of presence. It's revealed 
It's revealed in a path of concealment. It's revealed in a way of non-revelation. It's revealed by way of not being revealed. It's referred to as me. It's a relational orientation towards the fact that I have no idea what's going on, but I know that there is a creator that I can have a relationship to. Because above that, above the me, above Bina, by Chachma, by Keser, by Or Ein Sof, we have no access other by way of the gate of me, of the Sha'arim of me. The Nun Shari Bina give us access to begin to ask those questions. But above there, we have no ability to even ask. So Bina is the ability to ask in spite of the fact that we know that there's no answers. But above Bina, there's no possibility of answering Bechlau. And this limit of the Shemayim is referred to as me. Because when I look up to the loftiest place, in the end of the day, all I'm asking is, where are you? 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 What is the relationship? How are you? And where are you? The is And if you think that the upper ascendant edge of what we have access to is referred to as me, then there's another edge, there's another lip of limitation, which is referred to as ma, as what. So the Zohar Kadosh is orienting us to the fact that to be a yid in this world is to simply do one of two things, to ask the question of me or to ask the question of ma to ask the question of who or to ask the question of what. We begin with the question of who. We begin with Hashem, where are you? How are you? What are you? Who are you? And in that place, in spite of the fact that we are continuously searching and assaulting the border and the boundary to find an answer, we ultimately come to the place of Ma. In the end of the day, I will not have an answer. It's totally in Bittel. Ma bein hai lahai ala kodma stimo'od ikrami kaimele she'ela the Zayar Kaddish is already giving us the medicine that we need. What's the difference between me and Ma? What's the difference between the attempt to understand the who of how we relate to HaKadosh Baruch Hu and this question of the what in terms of how HaKadosh Baruch Hu relates with the world? That when it comes to me, when it comes to who, at least we have this notion of questionability. We can begin to question who are you, Hashem? Where are you? How are you relating to me in this moment? How are you relating to Klai Yishol in this moment? But at the very same moment, we have to come to terms with the fact that any question of me has to ultimately come back to the recognition that all I can ask is ma kivan d'sha'il barnash because we've asked the question and we've put in the effort to look upwards leminda ledarga ledarga and to understand and to know from level to level ad sof kaldargin to the fullest degree of our capacity of knowing to the end of all levels kivan d'mati teiman when we come to the limit ma. The only thing we have any accessibility to is ma, is the what. It's the recognition that I can't even begin to ask the question of who because I know absolutely nothing. I don't even know enough to orient myself towards asking who. All I can ask is what because what is the source of amuna? It's manhu. It's bama'eda. Like Avram Avinu asks, how am I going to know? And this ma'eda of Avram Avinu is the, is the goyrim to the kilkul. It's a kilkul and amuna that causes the gullus of Mitzrayim, but at the very same point, it's the answer to coming out of Mitzrayim, of asking ma, of afalpisha yitmameya. Yitmameya is ma and ma. There's a double nature of ma. I ask over and over, ma, what is it? What is it? And I come ultimately to the recognition that ma yadata, ma istakalsa, ma papashta, what have you come to know? What have you come to see? What have you come to examine? Hakulak sasim kibikadmisa. Everything is as concealed as it was in front of you even a moment before. Al Raza Dana, 
with regards to this secret, Raza, the Sadi can point out, is Gematria Yitzvak, because when it comes to Yitzvak, it's all about the secret, because Yitzvak appears to be <coughs> Din and Gvura, but it's specifically by Yitzvak that Avi Melech has to say Re'ei Ra'inu, because if you look at Yitzchak just with one Re'iya, you see ugliness. But if you look at Yitzchak with a double take of Re'ei Ra'inu, then you come to understand how the Gvura gives birth to the sweetest secrets in the world. The ultimate truth that in the end of the day, after all of our questionability, after all of our searching out of the Rabbeinu Shleilam, after all of our searching out to understand anything, we come to the recognition of what can I possibly testify upon you with, or what can I possibly begin to imagine you with, meaning to say it highlights the limitation, the manis of us. We have nothing. In the times of the destruction of the base of Mikdash, and each yid is a base of Mikdash, and anytime a yid is in pain or scared or hurt, God forbid. And again, anything we're talking about in this Zayar Kadosh is not about the Kadoshim and the Tahirim who we can only hope in the entirety of our lives to come to the ankles of what their schus is. But in terms of our schus, what it means for the Chai to be Yotin Aliva, we have to understand that in the time that the Beis HaMikdash is destroyed, when a Yid sees a separation between Guf and Nefesh, when a Yid sees a separation between what is revealed and what is concealed, at that point, what we're asking ourselves is, how am I going to potentially testify to you? How am I going to compare myself to you in the times that the Beis HaMikdash is destroyed? Each and every day, that each and every day, in spite of the fact that the Beis HaMikdash is not created, in spite of the fact that it's still destroyed, we are at least testifying to you, Rabbanu Shlailam, with the recognition that we have no idea how to testify to you. It's only ma, uma edamelach. And how are we going to compare ourselves to you? What can we potentially even begin to do to find any comparison to you? Bahahu Kadosh is creating a very, very therapeutic relationship here. It's saying, in spite of the fact that the Beis HaMikdash is destroyed, and in spite of the fact that the only testimony that we can provide for the light of the Rabbani Shlodim in our lives is a ma, is not knowing anything whatsoever, at least we can acknowledge that this not knowing whatsoever is mamish the very same way, the very same way that the Rabbani Shlodim relates to us. Because the Rishalayim down here, which is destroyed, the Rishalayim down here, which is under assault, the Rishalayim down here, which is struggling, where we have no ability to testify to anything. In the end of the day, what we recognize is that this ear, this town of Yushalayim that you said is going to be so beautiful, Yushalayim habnuya ki ir shachar below. Ir shachar beliachtov, that there's a Yushalayim shalmala and there's a Yushalayim shalmata. Is shayshana is shayshana. There's two ways of looking. Yes, you can look at the Yushalayim shalmata and say, oh my goodness, there's nothing to know, there's nothing to see, there's nothing to believe in. But ultimately, when we recognize that we're still stuck in that place of not knowing anything, at that point, we realize that, you know what, just as we're suffering down here, so too HaKadosh Baruch Hu Yachol is operating with Shechinta Begalusa, and he's operating in the same place of homelessness. And Zot, the Zoyer HaKadosh, that ha, where is the shivayon going to come from? Where is this equanimity and the equality going to come from? Just as you, Klal Yisrael, are sitting down here below without any access, so too HaKadosh Baruch Hu is sitting above. Ashavalach Bakula. 
that we recognize that just as Knesset Yisrael find themselves stuck, just as Knesset Yisrael find themselves excluded from the base of Mikdash, stuck in a place of Ma Adiacha, Ma Ashavelach, I know nothing and I can't have any access to you, Rabbi Shlaylam. At that moment, when we can contemplate our questioning, our confusion, we can realize that a Kaddish Baruch Hu is going through the very same homelessness and the very same homesickness and the very same questioning. And this is a source of comfort because at least we're equal with the at this moment. And as a result of the fact that you are operating in that place, and what would happen if a yid would come and wonder, maybe there's not going to be an answer to this question of ma, maybe there's not going to be something that gives me the strength, maybe there's not going to be something that gives me the permission to believe that things will continue. Me, this questioning, this searching out of HaKadosh Baruch Hu, in spite of the fact that we know we can't find him, is going to be the very source of the refuah. It's certain that that light of Bina, that Shirish of the Gar, that Shirish of Chachma Bina, and Das of Keser, of HaKadosh Baruch Hu's presence, in spite of all appearances to the opposite, certainly that's going to be the place where refuah comes from, or redemption comes from. Me, that question ability of looking towards the Rabbanu Shalaylam and realizing that I have no ability to know anything is the upper ascendant place that my mind can reach. And ma, that limit point where I come to recognize that I know absolutely nothing and all I have is amuna is going to protect me on the bottom as well. And this is mamish what Yaakov Avinu received from Avram and Yitzchok because he extends himself from above to below. Like we spoke about yesterday, the Koyach of Yesoid, the Koyach of the secret is that it's true above and it's true below. That innermost point that exists within each and every person. From the upper ascendant point of me, which is where I orient myself towards realizing that Hashem, as much as I'm trying to know you, as much as I'm trying to see you, I come up empty-handed because I can't know you but that doesn't negate the value of questioning where you are because the questioning is how I access the Bina and then I come back after the questioning to that place of Ma to that place of Malchus which reminds me of whatever I can ever come to know I can have absolutely no idea of knowing anything whatsoever other than the fact that I don't know anything and falling back on that Amuna and this is what the Pasuk says, me, bara me, the Sharish of me, of who, that radical questioning, in spite of the fact that we know that there's no answer, is what gives birth to Ela, meaning Ela is the revealed world, six times six, 36, it's the six days of the week, the Vak, what we see in externalized reality, all of that which is revealed is rooted and dependent upon the me, which is unrevealed, which means that everything we see needs to be understood with the fact that at the inner interiority of it all, there is absolutely no understandability to it, and all that we have is a and the She'ela, the Kayach of She'ela, the Kayach of Kanha Ben Shoyal, the Kayach of Gulas Mitzrayim, which is the Or HaShe'ela, as the Sayyidi Sharm says, that when I realize that I can ask without needing an answer, so then the asking becomes the Tfila. Like Rabbi Nachman says that Kasha is Rosh Shema Hashem Kaidi Ekra, that when I ask a Kasha, I'm screaming out to your Banishlam. Every time I come in contact with a difficulty, every time I come in contact with the fact that the world is shaking, that the foundations of the world are shaking, I can fall back upon the fact that I can at least ask the question of where are you, Akadish Baruch? Omar Rabbi Shimon, Rabbi Shimon responds to this drasha of his son, Rabbi Lazar Bray, the secret of connectivity. Elazar Bani, Elazar, my son, Pasuk Milach, Vyasgala, Stima, Dezara, Derazet, Ila, Debne Alma, Loyadanan. 
Pasuk milach, your words, your words have revealed a hidden secret that the world has not known. Shatich Revelazar. Revelazar was silent. All of these moods, all of these motivations, all of these gestures can be spoken about for hours and hours. Rabbi Lazar speaking, Rabbi Shimon praising him for speaking, Rabbi Lazar being silenced. Bacha Rabbi Shimon, Rabbi Shimon cries, the crying in response to the question. Vikayim Riga, and he stood up for a moment. Again, the tzaddikim say you have to darshan every movement, every phenomenological gesture of a yid in this world is like the Chavraya Kadisha. Wait for a minute. Amar Rabbi Shimon, Elazar, my Ela, what is this Ela? So you just spoke so much about the me, you spoke about the unknowability of the Rabbani Shlalem and the fact that we have to continue questioning. But what is this, that that unquestionable point of origin, what does it give birth to? My Eila, If you're talking about the celestial forces with which HaKadosh Baruch Hu runs the world, the Malachim, so then it's not such a question because that's always present. Ubama is Bariu. Ubama is bariu, and what does this bama mean? Kida amart, kida amart, bedavar Hashem shamayim naasu. E al milin stimin loy lichtoiv eile, the ha iskalya ihu. If we're talking, Rabbi Shimon asks the son, if you're referring to something that is concealed, then why is the Zohar Kaddish using the word Ela? Because the word Ela implies the revelation of something. So it clearly can't be that it's something concealed. Rather, this secret was revealed once upon a time when we were walking along the shores of the sea. Again, the Zohar HaKadosh is a book of love between Rabbi Shimon walking along the seashore with his son, Rabbi Lazar Bray, with crying and questioning and desire to find God in a world that appears to be absent from him in a moment because the gift of the Zohar is to teach us over and over. So too, it turns out that you're a concealed God. The Malachim can't understand this. The book of the Zohar is written in Targum because the Malachim are disgusted by it, the Ramak says, because this secret of God's concealment is only the secret that the Jewish people get to understand. And it's dafka al-kefayam, it's dafka kef, which is a language of fun, but it's also lashon of an edge, because the kefayam, as we understand, the insurgence of the sea, which seeks to destroy the world, is held back by the gvul hayam, gvul samtalayam, and it's specifically there that we encounter this transmittability between the concealed and the revealed. Va'asa Eliyahu, and Eliyahu came along to Rabbi Shimon and said, Va'amrlei, Rabbi Adata Maihu Mibara Eile. Eliyahu came along and Rabbi Shimon and Rabbi saw him and they asked the question, Rabbi, Rabbi, do you know what the secret of Mibara Eile is? What are these Eile? Aminale inan shmaya vechalehoin uvda de kutshabrihu de isle le barnash le estaklebahu ulebarchale. What Ela means is to look at the world, to look at the world as it is revealed, to find the good in the moment, to find the light, and to find the blessing. De chsev ki eres shamecha maase et spaisecha, Hashem adoinenu maadir shimcha bechol haaretz. That a person can contemplate all of the world et spaisecha, like we said yesterday in the first part of the Hakdama, the five et spaus or the koishabra the five gvuros, the manspach, the five alin kashen that hold up the rose, that's the place of Hamtaka Sadin. And we can look at the world as the handiwork of his etzpa, and we can come to understand that Hashem Adoinenu, HaKadosh Baruch Hu, our master, Ma'adir Shimcha B'chol Ha'aretz, how powerful is your name in all of the land. Eliyahu Anavi responds and he says, there is a concealed word that was revealed by a Kaddish Baruch Hu in the Masifta Ilah, and this is it. B'shaisa destima de kolstimen ba'il iskalya. Ovid bereisha nekuda. 
when HaKadosh Baruch Hu, which is the steam of the Kolstimen, the concealed of all concealment, wanted to reveal himself, what he did at first was create a tiny infinitesimal dot, Nekuda Chada, one tiny dot that contains the infinite in it, and that dot, that impossible point of information began to emerge as a thought. Anavi says that in truth, what this Pasuk means is it's not talking about the incomprehensibility of HaKadosh Baruch Hu's role in this world. It's talking about the, the incomprehensibility of how HaKadosh Baruch Hu created the world. In the beginning, it created with a tiny infinitesimal dot that simps and there was no accessibility to that dot until the Machshava began to create siurim chakak bokol galifu. It created boundaries of engravings, columns of thought, boy butsina kadisha within that profoundly holy flame that was concealed. Galufa chadatsira, there was a singular engraving that was engraved in its concealment, which is a secret of the Koydesh Akadashim binyana amika, a deep and embedded building, the nafak migoy Machshava that emerged out of that thought, the ikra mi shirusa binyana. And it's referred to as me, which is the beginningness of creation, meaning to say this Nikuda Chada is Chachma, it's the Dail Chakima Beremiza, it's the Yud Elyon. And it's from that Yud that this engraving of the Gavuros emergent, which is the Or of Bina, which is the Or of me, which now gives birth to that which will come afterwards. Kaima Veloi Kaima, it's existence and it's not existent. Omik Vesasim Bishma, it's concealed and hidden in its name. Loi Ikri Elami, it's only referred to as me, of who, Be'al is Galia Liskari but it wants to be revealed and it wants to be called by its name and it wants to garb itself within a beautiful garment that can reveal itself in the secret of Eila those six sides of six by six which is 36 which is the gematria of Eila and that Eila goes and it becomes the name of HaKadosh Baruch Hu it's Chabrun Asvin Ilan Be'ilan Ve'ishtalim B'Shem Eloikim now we take the shame me Bara Eila you have me and you have Eila you have me which is the unfathomable source of all things, and Eila, which is the revealed element of all things, that gives birth to the Osios of Eloikim, which is the Hamisha Gvuros, which is the secret of Hamtaka Sadina Misharashim, which is the secret of the Hakdam of the Tukunei Zohar, which is Rav Chizkiah Pasach. Rav Chizkiah, as we said, is Chazak Yah. It's the secret of finding comfort within concealment. And if HaKadosh Baruch Hu were not to create the world, then HaKadosh Baruch Hu would not have ever been truly called the God of Israel. And as long as we are able to connect me and Ela, as long as we are able to hold on to the revealed source of things and be aware that there's a hidden source and that the revealed does not operate on its own, God forbid, because the revealed operating on its own is a death-bringing experience. But when we connect that which is revealed and we connect it to that which is concealed, to the secret of me, to the secret of questioning, this is the name of HaKadosh Baruch Hu, that is going to be revealed at all times. And this is the secret of how the world is going to be created. And Eliyahu took off and we didn't see him. Again, why is the Zohar Kaddish telling us that we didn't see him? We just focused on such a revelation. Elamah, the secret of the Zohar, has had to hold on to illumination and a revelation even after the fact that it leaves. And we didn't see him. And we don't know how we're going to come 
and understand and stand upon the depths of his secrets. Rabbi Elazar and all of the Chavraya Kadisha, the friends and the love that existed between this fraternity of those who seek comfort in this world, they prostrated themselves in front of Rabbi Shimon. They prostrated themselves. There was a bitul gummer. There was an overwhelming lovesickness that said, we need more of this. Bachu, they cried, they cried, they cried, they cried. V'amru. And they said, Had it not been that we only came to the world in order to hear this, it would have been enough. Now, there's something amazing in the Zohar Kaddish. You find this Lashon all the time. Had we only come into the world to only hear this, it would have been enough. But it's never enough. They're not saying, ah, we've heard this now and it's enough. They're saying, once I've heard this, it would have been enough. But it's never actually enough because the secret of being a Yid is enough and not enough at the very same time. The awareness that I have what I need and the awareness that I'm completely unsatisfied at the very same time because I need more and more. Amr Rabbi Shimon. Rabbi Shimon answers, and this is the secret of what Shamayim and all of its expansivity and all of its tools are built upon. We shall see the world and the actions of your hands. That when we look and contemplate the way that you created this world, it's always a question of ma, of ma adir shimcha. That in the end of the day, when we come to contemplate the way that HaKadosh Baruch Hu creates the world, the way that HaKadosh Baruch Hu expresses himself in this world, ultimately we're going to come to a place of Ma. But Ezra Sashem, tomorrow we're going to continue with Rabbi Shimon's continued conversation with the son Rabbi Lazar, and every word of the Zayar HaKadosh, and every Hisairus of Tshuva that a person has, again, should go to the place that it needs to go. It should be placed in the place that it needs to be placed in order for HaKadosh Baruch Hu to bring Racham and Rabim to reveal everything that is good in this world. But The music is by Zusha. For more from the Shefa Podcast Network, visit our Facebook page and please subscribe and leave a review on Apple Podcasts.